Hey guys, what's going on? Cameron here with the Lawn Care Life in Missouri. This is LCBU number 38. I'm going to hit 40 this week, man. I'm going to do it. Tony's got me doubled up, man. He's in the 80s. The dude's killing it, but hey, what can you say, man? Tony's the man. The Lawn Care Talk podcast. Go check it out. Tony Rudolph. So, cruising to town again this morning. It is 7-something. It's nice and uh, partly sunny. It looks like we got a little cloud coverage. Uh, it's a little cooler. It was in the 40s this morning. It's up to about 50 now. So, low 50s anyways. 52 is what I see right now. So, I'm cruising to town this morning, man. I'm going to tell you about my day yesterday. How everything went with the uh, Ventrac. How everything went with the Ventrac dealer and uh, what they ended up doing to get me back up and running. Or did they get me back up and running? I don't know. <laughs> You'll have to stick around to the end and see uh, how things turned out. But no, uh, yesterday I ended up meeting, uh, yeah, and I, whoo, it's early, man. Sorry. I got to get my words together here. I ended up meeting the Ventrac dealer like 45 miles down the road. So they're two and a half hours from my hometown. They're out of Western Kentucky. The name of the dealership is Crossroads Lawn and Garden. They're out of Benton, Kentucky. And so uh, if you guys are familiar with Western Kentucky, Paducah, Kentucky, it's kind of familiar um, town in Western Kentucky. It's just down the road from Paducah, Kentucky. So, um, yeah, so he drove all the way over here. I drove just 45 miles up the road. And he met me at a Walmart parking lot, and he fixed the Ventrac. Long story short, he ended up fixing the Ventrac. What did he do to it? Well, um, like I said yesterday, I thought it was the clutch. Um, I'm like, I wasn't 100% for sure, but from what I gathered in the uh, in the readings that I got on the multimeter, that clutch was was bad. It was reading 0.5 ohms. So he immediately took the hood off the Ventrac, got in there where he could get to the uh, clutch and everything, checked the um, ohms on the clutch. His reader was showing him the same thing. It was showing him 0.5 ohms. So he had a brand new clutch there. He took the old one off. He showed me the new clutch. He tested the new clutch, the ohms, and I think it was something like two point, I can't remember what it was. It was in the two, two, two point something ohms uh, of resistance on that new clutch. So he's like, see, this new clutch is testing out like two something, so it's showing me that it's it's good. Showed me that the old one was bad because it was on point five, and I was like, all right, well, that sounds good, man. Let's replace that dude, and let's, uh, let's hopefully, you know, that will fix our problem so he was really quick to get in there and get it replaced get the new one in Um, we bolted everything back up put the hood back on plugged it back in and he unloaded the Ventrac from the trailer and we got it out there kicked the blades on the blades ran good he ran around for maybe five minutes or so with the blades engaged and everything sounded good uh, the blades did not shut off, so I gave him the thumbs up, and we're back up and running. So, um, so yeah, he um, he got me back up and running. 
super quick. I met him at like 10 o'clock yesterday morning. I think he was done by 11, a little after 11. It didn't take him maybe an hour, hour and a half. We chatted for quite a while, talked about some different things. He's actually going to Equip Expo, so I think he'll be there on Wednesday. Maybe we'll run into him while we're there, but talking about Equip Expo, talking about all these different brands, just talking about his business, my business. We had a good long chat, so it was uh, it was really good to um, you know just to learn more about their business and allow me to share more about my business and my focus and where I'm heading here in the future with the uh, Ventrac side of things, social media side of things, all that stuff. So it was, uh, man, it was a blessing for him to come out there on a Sunday. I told him, I was like, hey, man, it's Sunday. Um, you know, you don't have to come out there on a Sunday. He's like, well, I don't really have, um, don't have a wife, don't have kids. This is my business, and I want to get you back up and running. So I was like, well, if, uh, if that's what you want to do, you know, then then we can go ahead and do that. So that's what I ended up doing. I ended up leaving from there, driving 45 miles back home, grabbed some lunch. I put the side panels back on the Ventrac. And uh, what else did I do? Oh, I checked the uh, fluids and everything before I rolled out. And I went and I went back to that job, man. That job I've been on twice already. I had to get pulled off the job because the Ventrac went down, but I went back to that job and I ended up finishing it up yesterday. It took me like a lot longer than I thought it was gonna do, you know, take me. Um, it took me like three and a half hours to finish it up, but the good news is that I finished it up, man. The guy had already paid me and I felt bad because I didn't finish the job. So I was, I was uh, staying in contact with him a whole lot saying, hey, this is what's going on. This is when I'll be out. This is what I'm doing. So I kept him in the loop like the whole time. That way he wouldn't feel left out. That way he wouldn't have to wonder, you know, where's he at? Why isn't he over here? Why isn't he finishing the job? So um, initially I told him, you know, I'll probably take the tractor over to the dealer on Monday to get it looked at um, today. But the, the, the dealer reached out, and he's like, hey, I'll come to you. And I was like, oh, wow, okay. And he's like, I'll come to you on Sunday. And I was like, all right. So when I got it back up and running, I contacted the customer. And I said, hey, if it's okay, I'm going to come out there today, finish that job up for you. He's like, what? Did you, did you get it going? I was like, yeah, actually, the dealer told him the whole story. The dealer came in, put the new part on, got me back up and rolling, and uh, everything is good. So he's like, oh, wow. So he was, um, he was kind of surprised, caught off guard that I called him on Sunday because he was, he was thinking I was going to take the machine over there on Monday and, you know, it could have been a whole nother week before I got back and was able to, uh, finish the job up. So I've said it in the past, man, I'll say it again. Dealer support's number one. You can have brand new equipment, but it's going to go down. It doesn't matter what you buy. Uh, so dealer support, man, somebody that can get you back up and running. As I learn more about the Ventrac and the machine, and I learn more about these these different engines, uh, Vanguard's like a, you know, this is like my fourth year with the Vanguard, so I'm starting to learn a little bit more about that. Um, I'm hoping in the future I'll be able to work on this 
been tracked myself after I kind of do some trial and error you know um, the first round when things go down uh, it's like a learning process you know you learn from all these problems that go down and then if they come up again you're able to catch them a little bit quicker you're able to figure out what's going on and you're able to get back up and running sooner especially if you can do the work yourself so that's the goal that's the game plan with any piece of equipment it's like get to know your equipment that's why I don't like to switch brands a whole lot and I don't like to um, switch models I try to get to like the same model like the Z3 I bought two of those try to keep everything the same that way if you learn on one machine one piece of equipment that that will transfer over to another piece of equipment and you'll always know what to look for uh, you'll you'll know where you know the weak points are on that mower and uh, you'll you'll quickly learn the uh, yeah the things that go and break and go down um, kind of on a regular basis which is you know it's typical every machine's gonna have something that uh, you know a weak point or whatever so I try to keep everything the same. Um, with that being with that being said, if I do get the 4520, I think it's for the most part it's pretty well built like the 4500. So I don't think there will be a whole lot of changes there. There may be, may be surprised, but I don't think there's going to be a whole lot that's changed from the 4500 to the 4520. Um, so if I get to um, figure this 4500 out over the over time. I think it'll help me out when I, you know, if I upgrade to the 4520 down the road. So, anyways, long story short, man, he got me back up and running. It was the clutch. Um, 245 hours on the Ventrac. So, it, you know, it went out a little prematurely, but hopefully this new clutch will uh, hold up for the long haul. I hope so, anyways. So, today, man, this morning... Um, I'm fueled up, I have plenty of gas, so I don't have to do that, but I'm going to go down to our family shop, and I'm going to put the duels back on the Ventrac, and then other than that, um, I'm going to change the oil in my pickup truck, I need to change the oil in the box truck before I leave for Equip Expo, but I definitely need to change the oil in the truck, because that's what I'll be taking to Equip Expo, so... I'm going to be changing the oil in the truck, I'm going to be putting the duels back on, I'm going to be editing some videos today, uh, this is kind of my day to catch up on everything, and then I'm going to send two estimates out, and then on top of that, I will uh, I will get everything ready to go for tomorrow, tomorrow I'll be tackling, a, I've got a 40 acre lake that uh, has a huge dam on one side of it it's really really it's really really long steep down and so I'll tackle that tomorrow and then I'll tackle just kind of the area around the uh, lake on one side it's woods on the other side it's pasture so I'll take care of the pasture side so that, that area is relatively flat it's kind of um, kind of have some stobs sticking up from them going in there and clear-cutting it years ago so I'll have to watch out for them but um, it's a job that I did last year for the first time. It's a property that I've I've been on for probably 20 years, so I know the property really well. But it was the first time last year kind of working on the property. And I'll go back again this year to uh, take care of that dam bank and, like I said, around the around the lake. So 
that's the game plan for tomorrow. I'll do that, get some videos of that. Um, I have one video from last year on that property if you guys want to check it out. You can head over to the Long Care Life of Missouri YouTube channel, check that out. It's, uh, I think I just call it Steep um, Lake Dam Mowing, probably. I don't know. That's what it is. So it's probably what I titled it. If you can go back and check out, probably, uh, it was actually last year I did it, I believe I did it in November. So it's, um, it's, it's been, yeah, it's been a little over a year since I've done it. So it'll be grown up again. It should be a good video. Should be a good test for the Ventrac. Um, that slope, like I said, is really long, really steep. And so it probably will take me at least an hour, maybe even more, maybe even maybe even two hours to knock out that slope, uh, just depending on how thick it is and how tall it is. So that's the game plan for tomorrow. But no, just trying to get everything ready to roll today uh, for that. And then, like I said, doing the videos, trying to get more YouTube videos out there, um, trying to spend more time on that. So uh, I'll be uploading the video of the whole um, work being done on Ventrac yesterday and then the job that I finished up. So if you guys want to see that, stick around, stay tuned. I should have that uploaded and live sometime, sometime this week. I don't know if it'll be today, maybe tomorrow. So I'll try to get that, that out there. But it was just a... Um, this particular job, it was a friend of mine that I've known forever. We actually grew up together. Um, he actually moves into a family member's um, place. The husband had passed away there, and property's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of uh, hasn't been maintained in several years. So he's trying to get it back in shape. It's a, it's a lot of work to it, so... Um, went in there with the Ventrac and the Tough Cut, cleaned it all up, about six acres, ended up being about six acres, and so, um, man, it looks really good, it looks really good, so you guys will have to check that out, just a, just a tall, overgrown pasture where they used to have horses, uh, Had a, they had some stories about that yesterday, used to have some cattle out there, used to have some buffalo back in the day, they said. And uh, they got this old, big old shop, a couple of old barns, and just all kinds of unique, um, just kind of stuff in those barns. I should have got some videos of that. Um, some old wagons, covered wagons, that they used way back in the day. Uh, they have like a chariot horse uh, wagon. I don't even know what you call it. That was pretty neat. And then they have an old plow, which is driven by um, mules and so that plow you sit in the seat and it has kind of some stirrups push those stirrups down and it pushes the plow into the ground and that's how they plowed back in the day and they have one of those there and it was really neat to see so a lot of history there a lot of cool stuff to um, to check out but no I got that job knocked out they were super um, satisfied with that one so that's always a it's always a good thing when you get done and and uh, they're super thankful for the work that you've done. So put in a lot of hours on that one, quite a few hours. You never know how long these jobs are going to take when you get into them. It all depends on what you run into when you're on the job, how tall it is, and how thick it is. 
so you never know how long it's going to take, really. I mean, you can guess. It's like a leaf cleanup. You don't know how long it's going to take till you really get in there. And, oh, these leaves are three feet deep over here. They're all packed down from two years before, you know. You just don't know until you get in, ter- get in there and uh, start tackling the job. So it's a little tricky to to bid some of these jobs. If it's a new job that you've never done before, you kind of want to bid it on the high side because it's like anything else, leaf cleanup, um, landscaping project, you're always going to run into something that's going to take you a little bit longer to knock the job out. So, got to bid accordingly. But anyways, guys, I am rolled in here at the park. I don't know if I'm going to get a workout in or not. But I'm going to get my schedule made for the day and, and get everything kind of planned out here. So that is the game plan. Um, Quip Expo's coming up. It's going to be here. Let's see, what is today? Let's just check. It is the 10th. So I believe uh, I'm going on the... Man, I'm opening up the wrong thing here. Opening up my calendar here, the 10th. I'm going on the 18th, which is Tuesday. Tuesday the 18th. So in eight days, I'll be rolling out of Missouri and heading to Kentucky. So I'm super excited about that. I'm pumped and ready to go. Ten days away, I can't believe it's that close. It feels like, I don't know, it just feels like it's a long ways away still, but it's really not. I think it's because i got so much stuff to get done between now and then. I'm really, uh, I haven't thought a whole lot about the Equip Expo, honestly. Um, just because I've been so busy trying to get... The equipment back up and rolling and getting jobs done and trying to tackle all this stuff before I roll out. So you guys know how it goes. You're doing the same thing wherever you are. But uh, I'm going to get off here, guys. I'm Cameron with the Lawn Care Life in Missouri. This is LCBU number 38. And uh, I'll catch you tomorrow. Let you guys know the update on uh, what's going on in the lawn care business. You know, the main thing about sharing in this podcast is um, just kind of sharing what I'm up to, uh, listening to what other guys are up to, and uh, just, you know, seeing how they run their business, seeing how they run their day-to-day operations, see what's going on in their life and in their business, and uh, yeah, just just uh, keep in touch with the lawn care community. So that's what I'm doing here, just kind of updating you guys on the Ventrac. Uh, it's back up and running, 245 hours. Uh, I had some engine work so far, and I've had the clutch replaced. Other than that, it's been a solid uh, machine. Um, moving forward, just kind of talk a little bit more about the Ventrac. Moving forward, I think I'll steer away from the Vanguard engine, and I think I'll really, uh, really look hard on that Kawasaki gas engine. Uh, they're telling me the Kawasaki engine is really good for slopes. You can run those slopes like infinitely. You don't have to really come off of a slope. On the uh, other engines, you can run the slopes, but after so many minutes, you got to kind of get back off that slope and let that oil kind of drain back to where it needs to be uh, to uh, keep that engine cool. So there's kind of pros and cons to all these different engines. It's like, you know, one engine will do really well here, while the other engine will do really well over here. And so it's kind of uh, trying to trying to figure all that out and figure out exactly what you want out of the machine and exactly, um, yeah, exactly how you're going to run it. You're going to be on hills the whole time. You're going to be on flats the majority of the time. Around here I do have 
several properties that I take care of that have really steep slopes. But it's not, the slopes aren't what I do every single day. Um, the majority of the work that I do is relatively flat. So it's like, do I need that engine that will hold, you know, the hills for an infinite amount of time? Ah, uh, I mean, it'd be nice, but I don't really have to have that because I'm not, I'm not in West Virginia. I'm not in like an up in Pennsylvania. I'm not in some of these areas where there's a lot of hills, a lot of mountains. So I don't typically have to, um, or I don't typically run on slopes the whole time. So I don't really have to have that uh, particular Kawasaki engine to, you know, to run on these hills. So I don't know, man. I may go Kawasaki. I may go Kubota gas. I'm actually looking really hard at the Kubota diesel right now. I didn't even give it um, the time of day, really. It wasn't even really an option for me until here recently. And, you know, the more I think about it, I was like, diesel engine probably will last longer. Um, if we run diesel fuel on our farm, uh, we run off-road diesel for the tractors and all the big equipment that we have, it might make sense to look into the diesel engine. Uh, you know, I can save money uh, running that off-road diesel, uh, putting it in the tractor. So I'm going to really crunch some numbers and see if uh, see if that's what I need to do in the long, you know, in the long run in the future. Um, because I think power-wise, I think that diesel engine's pretty well the same power as the Vanguard, and I haven't had any issues at all with that Vanguard as far as power goes. So I don't know, man. We'll see. I'd like to find a guy that has a diesel engine, meet up with him, shoot some videos with him, and get to run that diesel uh, that diesel Ventrat. Maybe that's something I'll do this winter. Try to travel around and find some guys that have uh, the Kawasaki engine. Find some guys. I know Andrew in uh, Dimbo Lawn and Landscape, Southwest Missouri, has the Kawasaki engine. So I could meet up with him, try that engine out. And then I know Stacy Lanning, he's over in the Carolinas uh, somewhere. Not exactly sure which town he's in, but he's running the Kubota Gas, if I remember right. So, uh, you know, maybe make my way over to that area and try out the Kubota Gas engine. And then uh, as far as diesel goes, the Kubota diesel, um, I know several guys that run them, but I don't really know them personally. I've never met them, so maybe that's something that I can look into in the future and find um, a guy that's running the Ventrac 4500 or 4520, either one, the older tractor like mine or the brand new one that just came out last year. And just, uh, you know, just try these different tractors out. And see which one I like best. I think that's um, the cool thing about the lawn care community and social media, man. It's allowed guys to, um, and I've talked about this in the past with uh, zero-turn mowers. It's like if you're if you're interested in a particular zero-turn, find somebody within that lawn care community that has that zero-turn and ask them if you can help them for a day. Even if it's for free, just go help them for a day. I guarantee you, you run that machine for one day, you're going to figure out, if you like it or you don't like it, you're going to figure out the pros and cons really quick. If you're, um, you know, if you're a seasoned vet that's ran these mowers for a long time, you know what to look for. Um, you know, same thing with this Ventrac. I haven't put a ton of hours on the Ventrac, uh, only 245, but at the same time, I think I can uh, hop on a Ventrac with a different engine, Kawasaki engine or Kubota gas or Kubota diesel and find out real quick if it's uh if it's the engine that I like or prefer, or maybe it's something that I'm 
want to look more into. So that's um, that's a possibility as the fall kind of, you know, moves in and, and the winter slowly approaches. Um, I may find some of these guys kind of in my downtime and probably as they slow down a little bit, um, try to get a hold of these guys and, and maybe head to their hometown, get some videos of them with their uh, Ventrac in action and, uh, you know, get to try out some equipment. So maybe that's something I'll add to the uh, YouTube channel. So stick around, stay tuned, and I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if we can make that happen. Hopefully so. I think that's the best way to find out if you really like a Kubota gas, Kubota diesel, or a Kawasaki. I can think about it all day long, talk about it all day long, talk to other people about it all day long, but until you get in the seat, until you start moving that equipment around and going tackling steep hills or overgrown fields, now that's where you're going to find out real quick. Within like five minutes, you're like, this thing's a dog. Or you're like, man, this thing is uh, really smooth, really nice. I like the sound of the diesel engines, so... That's another thing. I'm used to the gas engines just running the uh, the zero-turn mowers and then the Ventrac that I have right now. So it might be nice to, to get a change of scenery, a change of sound even on uh, a new 4520 Ventrac. So I don't know. We'll see. That, uh, that diesel engine does sound good. So I don't know. We'll see what happens, but I'm rambling on. I got to get off here. I got to get busy, but but uh, I hope you guys are having a good day. I hope uh, the weather's cooperating for you. I hope you're getting pumped up and excited and ready to roll for a Quip Expo. And uh, we'll catch you tomorrow on the podcast. So I'm Cameron with the Lawn Care Life in Missouri. Thanks for listening. Hope you guys have a good day. And as always, hey, God provides. <laughs>